everything can be improved, iterated, and refined. And if you don't think that's true, maybe you haven't analyzed it enough. Calculated choices, carefully considered, absolutely analytical. This episode is sponsored by Makers for Good and their impressive Helio solar-powered light, flashlight, and power bank that's perfect for camping, hiking, emergencies, as a nightlight, or for wherever your adventures might take you. We'll talk more about them during the show. Analytical is part of the Engineered Network. To support our shows, including this one, head over to our Patreon page, and for other great shows, visit engineered.network today. Feedback. And not the kind with a microphone held up against the speaker. Now, I did discuss some of this in the honesty episode, but there's actually a bit more I wanted to say about it here. And simply put, feedback, well, it's important. But I believe that constructive feedback must be actionable to be useful to anyone. And not just that, feedback can't just be a single point in time occurrence. Like you tell tell someone something once and then you just forget about it? No. It needs to be cyclic. So feedback action needs to be something like this. Obviously, we start by providing feedback. Uh, We monitor and we observe for a course correction of some kind. And if there's no course correction, then we need to repeat that feedback and we go back to the start. Okay. Then again, if there is a course correction, we can provide some positive feedback and say, hey, that's, that's good. We can monitor and observe for continued correction. And if the course returns to where it started, well, repeat the feedback and go back to the beginning again. Then again, if the course correction continues, provide some more positive feedback and you're done, at least on that point anyway. Of course, you might find yourself in an infinite feedback loop, either positive or negative. And it can actually go both ways. So let's look at each in turn. So negative first. So you continue to apply feedback to correct the incorrect action and nothing changes. No matter if it escalates, it flatlines or it de-escalates, it just doesn't change. What do I mean meaning by each of those? So escalation or escalating uh, negative. So increasing the intensity and the language to each feedback cycle to drive the point harder and harder and harder till everyone just shuts down and gives up. So things like it, it turns into things like threats, like if you don't blah, 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 then I'll blah, 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 blah. And that's just pointless and no one wants that. And that's just a waste of time. So feedback loops could flatline, negative ones can flatline. So the same intensity continues ad nauseum and nothing ever changes. So you feel both parties going to feel hopeless and it's just not good for everybody. Basically, it's broken record feedback. That's, that's, there's, no, there's no value there. Then, of course, there's the de-escalation of negative feedback, which is that lack of improvement that leads to a slide in the feedback's language to the point at which that feedback becomes so gentle or passing that it makes no impact. You know, maybe it's something like, yeah, you know, like we already like talked about stuff and how things should be changed and yeah, it's all good and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, that's just, that's just, that's just pointless. So of course, the same kinds of things can happen with a slightly different twist and different outcomes for positive feedback loops. And it can be just as bad in different ways if it escalates, positive feedback escalating. So the intensity in the language to each of those feedback cycles becomes more and more over the top and outrageous that it can no longer possibly be true and no one will take it seriously anymore. So you'll hear stuff like, oh, I just love the way that you tied your shoelaces this morning. It's like, that's you're talking to a 30-year-old guy? Like, really? Shoelaces? Okay. Or you just managed that meeting so well, man. There was like, it was amazing conversations and stuff. Yeah. <sighs> Kind of pointless. Okay, then there's flat lines. So the same positive compliment continues ad nauseum and nothing ever changes. And then people just think it lacks any and all sincerity to the point of complete pointlessness. So 
doing a great job next week. Doing a great job next 100 weeks every week. Doing a great job. <sighs> yeah, great. Okay, next kind of positive feedback is the de-escalating kind. So it usually comes after you flatline for a bit and you're trying to correct. It's like the feedback language softens to the point at which it becomes a passing thought, a passing murmur, and it makes no impact and says so there's no value. So yeah, you're doing good. Next week, it just becomes good. Maybe after that, it becomes, uh, that doesn't really help anybody. Okay. Anyway, the key point though is that feedback needs to be a loop to a point but then you should see improvement one way or the other. So you need to be able to recognize if you're stuck in a loop that you've got to break out of it. And um, sometimes you've got to change it up, try a different tactic, whatever, or you know whatever alternative actions might be applicable, depending on whether it's good or bad or what the feedback is and the situation, obviously. But the idea is loops are important, but feedback loops that are stuck in a loop are not good. Makers for Good, formerly Extrasensory Devices, are an innovative company based in Palo Alto, California, and they've recently released their Helio, a solar-powered lantern light, flashlight, and power bank. The Helio has an intensely bright flashlight at 150 lumens, but if that's too bright, or if you want more longevity, it has medium and low-light settings as well. The same too for its lantern light, but as a bonus, the lantern light also provides a red light as well as a white light. There's also an emergency flashing mode in case you need a signal for help. The Helio takes 17 hours of full sunlight to fully charge from flat, and yes, it would take a couple of days to charge, but after that, you get 15 hours of lantern or flashlight. At 5,200 milliamp hours, a fully charged Helio can recharge an iPhone X about one and a half times. Now, if that isn't impressive enough, I mentioned low light before, if you're using the medium light output, you'll get nearly five continuous days worth of light, and in low light output, you'll get a whopping one month of light output without needing to charge. If solar isn't available, it can be charged from a standard USB port from flat in about six hours using the standard micro USB connector if you need to. It comes in a variety of colors, redwoods, moonrock gray, and adventure green, and all models come with a convenient flip-out stand or hook that can be used to suspend the Helio from the hook or to stand it upright on a flat surface. It also comes with a convenient lanyard for carrying and three low-powered LEDs indicate its overall charging level. All the ports are protected by a tight water-resistant cover and the stand is all metal with a solid metal ratcheting mechanism that holds it in place. The first thing that strikes you about the Helio when you hold it is how solid and strong it feels. It's made from a high-strength polycarbonate case that's impact-resistant and the unit weighs in at 370 grams, that's 13 ounces. All of that, and it's not much bigger than an average-sized maglite, measuring about 8 inches long by 2.5 wide and just over an inch thick. That's 200 by 60 by 30 millimeters, so it's pretty portable. For a solid product like this, it's not built down to a price, but rather for it to its performance, which speaks for itself. The Helio is only $89.95, but there's something different we really need to mention. Makers for Good have a non-profit arm, and as part of that, all their profits from sales of the Helio are used to support non-profit organizations through their Share Light program. The ultimate goal is to help to bring renewable and safer light and energy to parts of the world that are still reliant on kerosene and candles in a package that's just as home anywhere in the world. So if you'd like to check one out, just head over to makers4, as in the number four, good, or one word, dot com slash engineered to learn more and enter the coupon code engineered for 20% off your Helio in the color of your choice and shipping is free anywhere in the United States. Thank you to Makers for Good for sponsoring the Engineered Network. Okay, so getting back to the feedback itself, though, because there's there's something to talk about there, because the, because good feedback shares a, a few key attributes, and the best 
uh, delivering feedback is emotionless, it's factual, and in many respects, hence, that makes it professional. It must suggest one or more actions that the person can carry out to improve, and the content needs to be delivered in a timely fashion. So let's talk about each one of those in turn. So emotion. Problem with emotion is emotion detracts from the message. If you're extremely agitated or excessively gentle in the delivery of your feedback, then the person on the receiving end is far more likely to completely misread that feedback. Keeping it as emotionless as possible ensures that the message remains clear. And I don't mean be a robot, you know, you need to do better. No, 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 that's not what I mean. Be human, sure, but keep your feelings out of the equation as much as you can. It just muddies the waters and gets in the way of the message. Facts is the next one. And by that, I mean no opinions. I'm, I'm reliably told that opinions are like asses and everyone's got one. I mean, technically that's true, but I don't know, analogies, whatever. Point is, facts, on the other hand, there's just one of those. It's a fact. That's one. That's it. It's a fact. That's it. There's only one of them. Now, if you're delivering opinions, then it's quite possible that the feedback isn't valid. Or if it's a soft skill and it needs to be shown it's a pattern of behavior and that you can actually get a factual sample of behavior if it's an ongoing thing and you can cite all of these examples that there has been occurrences of the same behavior under different circumstances, then that can become a fact because that behavior is a fact. And if you're delivering an opinion, the message will just get dismissed as just being, well, your opinion versus my opinion. So I guess there's nothing for me to be worried about here. There's no problem. And just like that, your feedback gets ignored. That doesn't help. Keeping it professional. So it needs to come from a position of professional improvement. The feedback delivery should be in a way that demonstrates and models the way people should work professionally. The less professional it is, the more casual it is the less likely the recipient's going to be to take it seriously. It could just be two people chatting over a coffee or a beer, but that means that if you're trying to deliver a message in that environment, you might not be taken seriously. You might, you might think that you're putting that person at ease when in fact you're just confusing the message and for many kinds of feedback, that just isn't a good idea. Reasonably actionable. Needs to be something that the recipient can actually do something about. Otherwise, what's the damn point? If the recipient was hired to create documents in English and then someone told them after the fact to write documents in French, but they don't speak French, well, that, well, that's just stupid. But, you know, it's not reasonable to expect them to learn French on their own time to do their job now that they're not their job's been redefined for them without their knowledge or consent. So it has to be something that they can improve, that they can correct, that is reasonable to expect someone to action. Otherwise, there's no point. It's just a beat up. Has to be timely. If someone delivered something badly six months ago and you bring it up today, well, that message is going to get hit by a pretty quick comeback. Well, you cared so much about it that you took six months to say anything. Yeah. And that message just gets ignored. It doesn't matter if it's valid or not. It's like, that's ancient history. Don't care. Okay, great. So feedback has to be somewhere in the minutes to days time frame in most situations. Otherwise, it's a waste of everyone's time because it just ends up lacking impact the longer you wait. Time isn't your friend. Finally, the format is important as well. Off the record and on the record. So if it's off the record, it means it's just a conversation. Best to start there. 
watch for improvements. But it becomes a he said, she said. It's not something that's easy to escalate if you need to, if you need to push harder. In some cases, push back on. If it's off the record, it's hard to do that. If it's on the record, it's in writing. It's official. It can be used for formal performance management, salary reviews, bonus assessments, and so on. It's also, therefore, a measure of seriousness. So if it's in writing, then yes, they really, really mean it. And yes, you really, really need to listen and take notice. It's also important to separate technical feedback from interpersonal feedback. So poor time delivery for deliverables, whether they're documents, software, physical, anything, widgets, I don't know, whatever. And also the quality of those deliverables. So it like the deliverables they're giving you don't work, just plain wrong, that sort of thing. Technical feedback, that's that. Interpersonal feedback is different. Like you're not showing up regularly on time, your boots are dirty, you're not wearing shoes, you slap me and it hurt, please stop, that kind of thing. You know, that's, inter- that's more interpersonal feedback behavioral feedback, non-technical feedback, all of the above, that's that. If you join key feedback types together, then the recipient will tend to attach to either one or the other. And one item of feedback will most likely be ignored in the process. In the end, feedback is critical for both parties. And don't think that this is all slanted towards leaders and managers giving feedback. If you're not in one of those categories, some, and I'd like to say good companies and good managers, will ask you to give them feedback on their performance just as often. Now, apart from whether or not you think that's a career-limiting move or not, you know, because maybe some people that is a CLM, hey, and how much faith you have that your manager will take it well when you give them feedback if it's not positive, well, it applies, all this applies equally to that feedback back up the management chain or sometimes even to your own peers. Beyond those options, though, maybe it may help you to filter any feedback you're being given too from time to time. So if your manager isn't following the concepts that we just went through, well, maybe it can help you to appreciate better where they're coming from and how you can improve, even if they can't put it into words very well themselves. At least you'll know better. And in the end, if you have any feedback about this specific episode, Stick to the facts, make it something like an action, and make it quick and timely, and we'll get on just fine. Feedback accepted. If you're enjoying Analytical and want to support the show, you can, like some of our backers, Chris Stone and Carsten Hansen. They and many others are patrons of the show via Patreon, and you can find it at patreon.com slash or one word. Patron rewards include a named thank you on the website, a named thank you at the end of episodes, access to pages of raw show notes, as well as ad-free, higher-quality releases of every episode. There's a back catalogue of ad-free episodes available and a new making an episode tier as well. So if you'd like to contribute something, anything at all, there's lots of great rewards. And beyond that, it's always very much appreciated. I'd like to thank Makers for Good for sponsoring the Engineered Network. Visit makers for, as in the number four, good, all one word, dot com slash engineered for more information about their impressive Helio solar-powered light, flashlight, and power bank and use the coupon code engineered for 20% off exclusively for Engineered Network listeners. Analytical is part of the Engineered Network and you can find it at engineered.network. And you can follow me on Twitter at chigi at engineered.space or for our shows on Twitter at engineered underscore net. Accept nothing, question everything. It's always a good time analyze something. I'm John Chigi. Thanks so much for listening.